today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Let's bring in Simon Palomar, Research Assistant, Center for International Governance Innovation. Uh, I see international relations. Boy, everybody seems to be angry at everybody. Uh, the UK and Russia, of course, um, the whole spy scenario and, and the poisoning of uh, the former uh, Russian spy and his, his daughter and, and so on and so forth. Everybody publicly condemning this. Uh, including now uh, Donald Trump. Let's bring in Simon, Research Assistant, Center for International Governance Innovation. Simon, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. Oh, it's a pleasure as always, Scott. So is it me, Simon, or was Donald Trump a little late to the table condemning Russia for this attack? Yeah, it, it certainly looks like it. Um, let's put it in context a little bit. You know, Germany, France, and the United Kingdom issued a joint statement condemning um, the Russian government placing the blame for the uh, for the poisoning of Sergei Skripal on the backs of the Russian government, and to get a joint declaration from three governments on an issue like this, clearly singling out another government for behavior that they believe is way out of line, that that's pretty damning. That's pretty severe. Um, that's a pretty severe rebuke, and it and it suggests that the you know the heads of government of these three countries are taking it quite seriously. For the president of the United States, and you know, we got to remember the United States since 1945 is broadly considered to be you know the the, the country that guaranteed you know the security and the sovereignty of Western Europe that uh, you know faced down the USSR, uh, kept Germany in check, kept them from rearming, ran NATO was really the. the but that's only if there that's only if there isn't a trade deal lying in limbo yep. though. So for him to be late to the party like this, it's certainly. The optics aren't aren't good, and it suggests that, you know, relations between Europe and the United States, the United States as traditional allies, you know, they may be as bad as some people fear. What does it say about the relationship between Russia and the United States? Well, that's a very difficult question to answer, as always. Um, Let's face it. Well, his well, Trump's point, theory. like when, right. after after we hear from uh, Theresa May and the stern things she had to say, uh, Trump basically casually says it looks like Russia was involved. I mean, compared to what the other country said, as you mentioned, the other leaders said, that's a pretty mild, uh, you know, a pretty mild condemnation condemnation of of, of all this. Um, that being said, with the Mueller investigation now concentrating more on Trump's personal uh, financial situation and his personal business dealings as opposed to those related to the White House, again, what's the scenario? What does this do between the relationship between the White House and Russia and Trump and Putin? Yeah, Trump is still hemmed in at home on Russia. Even if the White House wants to have a better relationship with Russia, even if, like, let, let's go down the, you know, accept the most elaborate theories about, you know, Russian uh, meddling in the last election, perhaps Donald Trump did accept Russian uh, help. Even if that were true, he still has to contend with Congress, which is a co-equal branch of government. He still has to contend with a civil service that is remarkably distrustful of Russia that sees it as an adversary. So the president can do things like drag his heels, um, be slow to put sanctions on Russians, for example. You'll recall last month, Rod Rosenstein, the assistant uh, attorney general, filed an indictment against 13 individuals in Russia for interference in the election. Finally, just yesterday, 
sanctions were leveled against those three. They can do that, but ultimately, you know, what Donald Trump, what the White House can do, if they really do want to improve relations with Russia at a cost to, you know, the United States' relations with its allies, they can simply do nothing. And that, that arguably has been part of the playbook so far, is that, you know, okay, condemn the Russian government, but do so in a very half-hearted manner. Don't uh, support calls for Article 4 consultations in the NATO treaty about, you know, it looks like a country's been attacked by an outsider. Let's consult. The United States, under President, President Trump's leadership, it's, it's been doing nothing rather than perhaps actively courting Russia. Well, when you see what's happening in the world, how long can you hold those positions? Uh, I mean, at what point does push come to shove here? Well, a big part of that will depend on how much um, the U.S. Senate and the House of Representatives wants to uh, fight the president on this. You know, last summer we saw the uh, we saw the Senate um, author a really tough Russia sanctions bill, which they attached to some North Korea and Iran sanctions, and they essentially dared the president to you know veto it. And he didn't. the The bill passed. Now, the, the White House didn't do a great job of enforcing the provisions of the bill, making sure that these sanctions are put on Russia and whatnot. But the, the Senate has the ability to put political pressure on the, uh, on the president. The Senate has the, the, the right to uh, you know, approve of or disapprove of treaties that he tries to sign or enter the United States into. So part of it determines on whether or not you know, those other branches of the U.S. government are going to step up to take responsibility for, you know, the powers they've been given by the by American laws, by the American Constitution. I don't think we're there yet, but with midterms coming up in November, depending on how those pan out, you know, it's possible that you'll see a more assertive Congress willing to, you know, push back against the president on foreign policy. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.